Happy New Year, witches! Hello and welcome to an episode of The Basic Witch. You guys, today's just going to be a short little mini episode um, just to kind of pop on and um, go over a few things for the new year. Uh, I I really want to apologize to begin with for my absence the past couple weeks. Um, I've had some technical difficulties the week before Christmas and I just, I had this amazing episode all laid out and started and I kept having trouble. Something's up with my phone. It keeps doing some fucked up shit, which I'm going to tell you about here in a second, but... Um, everything just kind of went downhill really bad, so, um, I didn't end up getting to redo the episode like I wanted, and then, of course, anyone who works in retail knows how fucking insanely crazy busy it is around Christmas, so I spent the, the next week, um, getting my store prepared for Christmas and dealing with all that, so, um, I did not get a chance to do my full episode that I wanted, but... I wanted to at least pop on your feed and um, send you guys some amazing blessings for the new year. So, back to my phone real quick. Um, Christmas morning is absolutely insane for my like the entire schedule of Christmas is like super super packed. Like we try to pack as much family time in as we can and like a 12-hour period it's fucking crazy. So, Christmas Eve night, we go to my aunt's house for a big Christmas Eve party, which used to be uh, held by my grandparents, and that was, like, a big to-do. Like, a lot of people in town would stop by, and um, everyone's in-laws would stop by. It was just a big, um, like, a, a big, huge party, like you see on, um, like, Christmas with the Cranks, like the kind of Christmas Eve party they have. That's what it used to be. Now, it has turned into more of a... Um, just our family and getting together and we do like a white elephant which never turns out to be like just simple white elephant there's always some fucked up crazy shit because it's my family and we're all kind of fucked up and crazy but it's fun I mean it really is so um we do that and then Christmas morning since the kids are all grown up and don't live at home anymore they come here about seven and then we have to be we do like our thing together and then we have to be at my mom's house at eight to do Christmas with my mom, my sister, and her kids, my nieces and nephews, and then we have the rest of my fucking family, my extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins, all of that come over at 9.30 for breakfast. Of course, no one's ever on time, so it is what it is. It's always rush, 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 but this year, um, Trav and I set our alarms for like six so I could get up, get some coffee, get everything ready, and, and, uh, already put together, you know, everything laid out for the kids and have everything ready going for them. Well, Mace calls me at 7.03 on Christmas morning and says, hey, we're, we're getting ready to come over. We're just a few months behind, which they literally live, like, behind the alley from us, so not a big deal. But it woke me up because I was still asleep. So, like, all the text messages of everyone for Merry Christmas and um, my family texted me, like, my mom, sister, and all that. I'm letting them know, like, the group text of where everybody was and the time frame everybody was looking at and all the notifications from, like, I mean, you guys know how your phone blows up notifications from stupid shit just because you've never turned them off if you're like me? Well, yeah. So, like, all of that did not come through at all. Nothing. Like, it popped up and none the sounds. Like, I had all the notifications, like on my screen, but none of the sounds, so, 
I finally get done with everything at my mom's and breakfast and everything. And normally would go to Travis' mom's at noon, but unfortunately she had passed away back in September. So we were done by noon. Like we were home, we were done. We were watching the James Love Space Telescope. So, which I want to talk about too. It's going to be fucking awesome. Anyway, so we were, um, we were home. It was like a little after 12. I'm literally considering a nap at this point because I'm fucking exhausted. And all of a sudden, my phone just starts blowing up. Every alarm that I had set, every text message, every notification, every phone call, everything just started fucking ringing and blowing up and noises. And I don't know about you, but I am a little weird when it comes to my alarms. Normal people are like six and that's it. And they just get up at six when their alarm goes off. Maybe they have like one or two more, like 6.15, 6.30. I have 6, 605, 6.10, 6.15, 6.20, 6.25, 6.30, 6.35, like and so on. And I will set it, start it at at least an hour and a half before I need to actually be up. I don't know why I, I am this way, but I am. Um, I have a feeling I'm not the only one, so please tell me I'm not the only one that does that because... It really sucks being the only one. But anyway, I digress. The point is, all of that just went off at once. So, my phone has been doing some weird shit and I don't know why. Um, I, I cannot figure it out. I need a new one, honestly. I bought this one used, so... I need a new one. <sighs> Sorry, I'm fucking tired. Um, yeah, I, it's just been weird. So, that's what we had going on. So I'm not sure, I'm not going to bore you guys, or not really bore you guys, but go into all the details because I'm not the best one with the story, but I am going to do a special episode probably, it'll probably be um, one day this week, I'm just going to pop on, it's just going to be a little mini episode with Travis telling us about the James Webb Space Telescope, so it's really fucking amazing and it's going to change everything we know about space and science and and it's, uh, it's huge, so just as a quick summary, um, they've been building this thing for like 25 years, it's the most expensive piece of equipment that NASA's ever put together, it's like 100 times better than Hubble, it's a whole situation, okay, so they've kept delaying this, um, launch date forever and ever and ever, so they were originally, had rescheduled it for Halloween of 2021, and Travis was so fucking excited because it's his favorite day, and they're launching the telescope that he's been following for fucking years, okay? So, this man is thrilled. Well, then they delayed it until November. And then they delayed it until December 18th. And that date held strong for several weeks and months, okay? Then they postponed it to December 21st. And then the 22nd. Then the 24th. And then on the 23rd, they changed it to the 25th on Christmas Day. So his thing was, we are watching it no matter what. Normally we watch Christmas movies or put on some Christmas music or something when we open presents. With kids, this was just what we do. So no, we had to watch the James Webb Space Telescope launch. And the first window was 7.20. So when these launches happen, they give them half hour windows. Um... Of when it can go and it normally doesn't ever go in the first one like the first window and it was cloudy there in England and 
7.20, that fucking rocket went up to send off the James Webb Space Telescope, or the JWST. And I'm telling you what, like, our whole family room was silent as Travis said, oh my god, it's fucking going, and we all just sat there with our mouths dropped, just in complete awe watching this happen. It was just amazing and beautiful, and it's really going to change so much about everything. It's crazy, like, absolutely crazy things we're going to learn from this. So, um, that's taking up a little bit of our time too. So, um, I do want to though, really do want to have Travis come on and do a mini episode and we'll, we'll kind of ask him some questions. So if you guys have any questions about the JWST, email them to the basic 2020 at gmail.com. And Travis is going to basically be our, our science man, answer all the questions because it's going to send us back in time by like millions and billions of years we're gonna be able to see back and we're gonna see all these gal everything that we've never been able to see and it's just gonna be beautiful to to see that and just think of all the energy that is out there and still traveling and I my it just literally gives me chills thinking about so definitely excited to um to to talk about that some more because you guys it's gonna be super cool we're gonna learn shit we never learned so as I said I'm gonna keep this one short um I really just wanted to get on here and wish you guys a happy new year, but I do want to talk about intentions versus resolutions because this is the time of year everyone's making New Year's resolutions. Those are great, but half of us drop them off by the end of January if we even make it through the first week, let alone the first month. There's no way I'm making them through a year with a quote-unquote resolution, so... I stopped doing resolutions years ago, instead now I do intentions, and I'm going to break down the difference and explain how it's worked out better for me and what I do to stay on top of it and how I keep myself going. Um, These are just some tips maybe if anybody struggle with coming up with things that they want to do different in 2022. Uh, (laughs) I remember 2019 sundown and we were waiting for the New Year's, uh, the ball to drop, we were watching on TV and... I was just thinking of all these things that how 2020 was going to be such this amazing year and I had all of these plans and everything just went to fucking shit. And it ended up being a really shitty fucking year. 2020 was horrible. Uh, 2021 was not much better as far as like the world goes, obviously, but I made some great strides by setting some intentions and... 2020 was just, I would like to have a redo. Actually, just forget it. Let's just put that in the vault and say, fuck it. Like, we'll just never talk of 2020 again. <laughs> um, I, I didn't stick with anything. I I just let my intentions fall because the world was falling apart and crumbling around me. And it was so hard to watch. So, 2021, um, I decided to do it a lot differently. And it turned out amazing for me. Um, it's been a really awesome year as far like personal growth and my career and my my, just my personal life with my family and everything has just been amazing and it's all because of things that I did to keep myself on track so um yes I did have some bumps in the road we all do so don't think that we have to be perfect and um you have to you know succeed at every single thing all the time and right off the bat because it's definitely not realistic at all so um yeah, so here's my little ad that's going to get that out of the way and a little intro. And then 
we will go into it because like I said I want to keep it kind of short so I'm gonna be my normal hour-long uh, episode today I do I do need to keep it a little short just because I got some other shit I have to do and I have to work on the morning so yeah Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back. Alright guys, if you haven't noticed, I'm still raspy. I'm still hoarse. I'm still breathy. Um, I'm literally been fighting the sinus bullshit for... I think we're on like 10 months now and it's full. I'm over it. Um, I tested negative multiple times for COVID when Trav was sick and had tested positive. I got tested multiple times. I'm negative. I didn't have it. I am fully vaccinated and I plan to get the booster soon. That is all I will say on the topic of vaccines because we're not getting to political bullshit here. So yeah, um, I'm still feeling it. And to be honest, I think I've got onset of, uh, COPD because when I was sick in I think it was like April of 2020 and they did all that they said it looked like I was uh, headed towards COPD so stopping smoking is one thing that I am trying to work on but I'm afraid if I stop smoking I'm going to pick up murder and that's got some uh, pretty big you know consequences that come with it so I don't know if I'm going to go down that road right now (laughs) just kidding but no really um I I I don't think I could quit right now. I'm just, I'm not in that mindset yet. And that brings me to part of this. Um, when we set quote unquote resolutions, we are setting an answer to a problem. We're trying to resolve a problem. So for instance, if I set a resolution that I wanted to lose weight, that would be my resolution, but if I don't have any intention behind it, then what the fuck does it matter? It's just words that I'm saying. I mean, you have to put your intention behind it. You have to follow through with it. These are not just things that we say and be done, and that's it. To truly reach these, we have to put our intention in with it, and we have to have a plan, and we have to work for it. None of this is just going to come and be like, okay, I'm going to lose weight. Bam. Next month, I am 50 pounds lighter fucking wish that was the way it is, but unfortunately it's not. In fact, I was trying to lose weight and I gained 23 fucking pounds, so I don't fucking know, but it happened and it sucks, but whatever. But again, like my weight's been up and down my entire fucking life, so I saw this coming after I lost all this weight this last time. Anyway, my point is without intention, you can make resolutions all fucking day long and nothing's gonna change. You have to have intentions with it. That's why I don't like to use the word Resolution. When someone says, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? I always just say, yeah, I don't have any. Or I'm not, I don't, don't do that kind of thing. Because to me, my intentions are personal. They are something that is very close 
to me, to my heart, to my personal whatever. So I will share a few with you that aren't super personal, but some are very close and personal that I choose to keep them close. And I don't like to share that because to me, it's kind of like telling your birthday wish. Like, you know, the whole superstition when you blow out the candles, it's not what you wish for. And then you tell me, you say, oh, it's not going to come true now because you told your wish. Same kind of shit, right? Okay. So, um, my, my intentions for, uh, last year (laughs) were a little different. Like I said, I've been setting intentions for a while after I realized that resolutions weren't doing fucking shit for me. Last year I made, um, some really strong intentions to up my career and to make strides as far as financial strides with, um, my family, with Travis and I, and to just kind of change a lot of myself spiritually. I have been working on the spiritualness one for several years now, and every year I feel like I reach a higher level, and I love that. I love that I'm not setting, okay, I'm just going to be this, and it better happen by the end of the year, because it's that's just unrealistic. So, one of the key steps in, in doing this is making realistic intentions to begin with. Um, you can't just make, you know, oh, I, I hope to have a Ferrari, or my resolution is to have a Ferrari by August. Well, that's great, but if you don't have plans to have a better paying job or a, an extra income to buy all of that and afford it, then it's probably not going to happen. So, try to be realistic with it. Last year, like I said, I set some pretty realistic intentions for my career and my financial status and um as you guys know I did move up in my career I went for me and and well <laughs> I started off as just a lead key went to an assistant store manager and then took over the store at the end of August these intentions were easy to do because other factors played into it um I guess I don't want to say easy I busted my fucking ass to prove my worth and to prove that I know how to do this job and to be the best at this job for my fucking store. And I've done that. I've I've really fucking sailed and soared and really raised high in the ranks. And I have more intentions this year to go even higher with that. I have intentions to outdo all of my numbers from last year and to um, have a very very higher success rate store this year. So, last year I did have other factors, as I said. Um, the ASM at the time was trading merchandise for methamphetamine. She was stealing. She was getting high on the job. She actually didn't do anything when she was at work. For eight hours, she would put away maybe three boxes. I get away like six fucking roll tanners full. And a roll tanner has anywhere from 30 to 200 boxes on it. So, I mean... That's that's a big fucking difference. The point is, other outside forces helped me reach my intention for that one for 2021. So, this year, or I'm sorry, go back. <laughs> and the financial um, increase also came with that promotion and upping my career. So, it all kind of tied together. And that's one thing to keep in mind so you can create realistic intentions and quote-unquote resolutions not everything is going to be just simple, easy, and you're not going to be able to be the best at every one of these. And I don't want 
to burst anyone's bubble, but if you set 10 intentions for the year and you only reach five of them, I'm fucking proud of you. If you only reach two or even one of them, I'm still fucking proud of you because you at least tried and you did something. You made the effort. You set the intention out into the world. He followed through with it and you made shit fucking happen. Be realistic with these. Do not set 20 fucking intentions that you can't have the time to to work on and, and to make come to fruition because it's just not going to happen. So make even if so if you want to do a lot of make them smaller ones, the things that are easier for you to to achieve. Um, especially if you are starting out with something smaller, say, you know, you just got hired in at a company and, um, you want to be like the CEO or something. I mean, ideally that's not going to happen in one year's time. So maybe moving up to like a team leader or something like that, be realistic with it because if you keep it more realistic and more achievable, then you are going to feel better about yourself as you continue on and, and you go up these steps to create a better quality of life for yourself. And all this stuff carries over into our craft because if we are bummed and we are feeling like we didn't make what we wanted happen or our intentions failed us, then it brings us down and then our craft suffers because we don't have the, um, oh my God, what the fuck is the word? Wow, okay, I just totally forgot the fucking word. We don't, faith, that's not the word, but you know what I mean. Um, we don't have the faith in ourselves to continue to do things correctly, so we're just like, yeah, whatever, it is what it is, I suck. And I don't want that for anyone, because you are so much better than one tiny little failure. And in fact, I hate the fucking word failure, because you're not a failure, you just had a backslide. And it's time to get up and put your feet on the ground and take steps forward again. So, it is just you being realistic and you doing things that will help you to achieve these and and maybe combining some of them or making it where they're like you know extra parts so I think you share a few of mine with you guys for 2022 that aren't super personal so journaling um I preach to you guys all the time about journaling and magic journaling and all of that where I have slacked so one of my intentions for this year that I'm sending out is to be more oh, why can I not think of fucking words today to be um, or, or I fucking journal regularly my god I can't fucking speak yeah I want to journal regularly okay can't fucking think today my meditation so I'm not going to get to all the parts of this but I have some intentions that I'm setting out from my medita- meditation sessions for the year and how I want them to go and the differences and changes that I want to make in these. Awareness and opening my psyche more. So those two kind of go hand in hand. One of my biggest things you guys have been hearing me talk about all year long is opening your psyche and becoming more in touch with our sensitive sides and opening that part of us up more and more all the time. It isn't, there are so many levels to sensitivity that it's not just, oh, okay, you're sensitive or you're a medium and that's it. There are different levels, there are different states, different stages, however you choose to say it, there are lots of them because you are growing and you're going to evolve and you are just going to keep opening up and opening up and opening up until, I don't know, because 
I don't know what the fullest level is. I've never achieved it and I can't wait to achieve it. But I know it's not something that's just going to happen overnight. It is a multiple step process. It's not just going to be like bam and done because that's just not realistic. So that is definitely um, something that I'm going to work on is my awareness and opening my psyche and even if I just make it to one level up from where I'm at this year, I'll be fucking happy because I've moved up and I'm getting closer to my overall goal. Um, what else can I share here? Personal, personal. Setting boundaries. Okay, so that one is pretty important. I, as I've told you guys many times, have some very toxic family members. Um, I love them all, but they're toxic. And they have made no effort to change whatsoever. So I'm making the effort to change by setting boundaries of how I let them make me feel. Because people like that, narcissists and toxic people, do not care how they make you feel. They care how they feel. So, if I say to them, hey, when you do A, B, and C, it makes me feel X, Y, Z. They couldn't give two fucks because it's not them that feels that. So, instead of me feeling X, Y, Z and them not caring, I'm going to take myself out of the situation and out of the opportunity for them even to be A, B, C towards me. I hope that made sense. Um, it's not a really great analogy, but... Um, I'm, I'm just not going to let myself be there where I can get browbeat or put down or um, treat like shit or made to feel stupid. I, I'm just not going to do that anymore. So this is the year that this is going to be a big change. And uh, whether it ends up ultimately meaning that I'm cutting people completely out, then so be it. I don't want that to happen. But sometimes that's what has to happen. So I'm cutting down my exposure time so that there's less chance of me feeling like X, Y, Z. As far as boundaries with other things, um, without getting too personal, um, there are, with me being an empath, and I'm sure many of you other empaths can absolutely relate, that people make you feel ways that you can't explain and you can't ask them not to do because it's not their fault. It's our fault because we are empaths. So I guess technically it's no one's fault. But it's just part of that. So if I set some personal boundaries where I force myself to exit before this happens. So I do not feel their emotions. Then we'll be okay. Um, It's really hard for me to explain without giving examples of this particular part that I want to work on. But if I give examples, it might hurt someone out there. And... uh, This is about me, not about them, so I don't want to hurt them. Does that make sense? I really hope it does. I know I'm confusing today, but it just... Being an empath, you have different things that are uncontrollable for other people. They can't control that it makes you feel this way. Like, because it doesn't make normal people feel that way. So, I hope that explains it. Um, choo-choo-choo-choo. Okay, I can't bring my fucking writing in my journal what the hell this intention is. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Okay, so the last one I'll share with you guys is minimizing. I, this is going to sound so 
much like an oxymoron when I'm done, but my goal, my intention with this, I intend to minimize my house. Um, I don't want to have so many things around, uh, kind of decluttering, but minimizing things that I feel like I need to keep for whatever reason or to have for decoration or whatever. I want to really cut that down by like 75%. But when it comes to my quote unquote craft room, I want to have all the things. (laughs) And I know that sounds so stupid. (laughs) Like, guess you can't like, you know, be a minimalist and then have your fucking witch room full of everything. But I can because I'm going to. Because that's what I want. <laughs> if you guys could be in here right now, you would see. That's why I can't wait to set up the whole live series or the video series so you guys could see. I am like running out of spaces on like my cabinets, my shelves, um, my tables, everything like that. I've literally had to add shelves all over the walls. And things that are not even technically shelves or like decorations have become fucking shelves on my walls because I have no room for everything, but I want more. I want all the things for my room, and that's a bit much probably, but I don't really care. I want all the things. Um, I have a problem, I know, but um, I did, I think I told you guys, oh, did I, oh, did I get to do that episode right to where I had been to the crystal store in town? I did not. Okay, that so that episode never got to play. So, um, this is kind of off topic, but not really off topic. Um, there is a store in my town called Attica Vapors, and it's a vape shop. But lately, they've been adding some more metaphysical items to the store. So now they sell crystals. And a lot of them are raw. There are a few polished ones on there. But, oh my God, you guys. I went in with the intention <laughs> of spending like $20, $25. And I spent 54 which for me is pretty good. I only doubled it. Um, I've got, I got so many amazing crystals though, and they're $4 each. They're good size, and they're four fucking dollars each. I will post a picture, um, they're on my personal Facebook, Travis and I posted, but, um, I'll post them on the Facebook group. Four dollars, guys. Four. I even got a fossilized snail, which was fucking cool. That one was 14 but... It was amazing. So, another one of my intentions is to go down and to buy a crystal every week, which helps out the small business in my town. So, it's giving back to others. And I will add it to my room that I have no room for, but I will make room because it is helping other people. And I know what you're saying. I'm just making up an excuse to make it work, and you're fucking right I am, because I will justify buying more crystals any way I can, because we all need more crystals. If literally all I got for Christmas was one $4 crystal for each one of my presents, I would be so fucking happy. Like, literally, that would be like, oh my god. Like, literally, oh my god, because I do. Like, I think we should all absolutely have all the crystals, and I just, you know... Maybe that's just me. I know it's just me. Actually, no, I know. I know a lot of you guys are like that, so I think we should all have all the crystals. Anyway, so those are the intentions that I will share with you guys. Like I said, I've set some that are personal. 
Um, I know if you're you're probably thinking, okay, you just said not to set a shit ton of them there. You just read off like a bunch, and you're not reading all of them. So those were some of the ones that were like kind of go with others, and a lot of my other ones go with each other in a way. So um, I'm not setting unrealistic numbers here because I they're all smaller things that I can accomplish with a few bigger things in there that are going to uh, to be something that's big to work on. And I really feel like I can accomplish it. So I don't feel like it's going to be too much. Um, But I do want to remind you all. If you don't succeed every one of them. Do not feel like you didn't do good. Or like you failed. Or you know. Or like you're not good enough. Because we're not all going to hit. I mean I, I probably will not make every single intention that I set I really hope I do but realistically I know that I may not so I am okay with knowing that it may not all happen by 2023 but I know that it will happen and continue on so it could be a continuation intention um also do not feel like you have to accomplish everything in the first like day of 2021, if you've not done a fucking thing today to work towards your intentions, do not feel like you failed. Because it's a new year, which means that there are 365 days in that year to set an an intention and to achieve that intention. There are 52 weeks, 12 months to make all this shit happen. You, it, it's not a race. It's not like, you know, We have to do it all right now. You have 365 days to make shit happen. And if you don't get it done in 365 days, you got another 365 days right after that. There's no wrong way to be a witch, guys. And that's kind of the same thing I'm trying to get at here. You don't have to achieve every fucking intention right away. Or you don't have to achieve them all. And it's perfectly okay to change your intentions in fucking July or June or fuck February. I don't care. You could change it at the end of December and be like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm a different person than I was back in January or at the end of last December. I'm a different person than I was 12 months ago. Let's go a different route because we change. We evolve. That's what we do. Especially people like us who are in a craft and have all these special fucking things about us. We evolve. We grow. We change. And then we learn to adapt to this environment around us and the things around us. So, this is a great time to sit down. I mean, and you can do this the whole first week. It doesn't have to be today, obviously, because I, here it is. Uh, my time is 8.20 Eastern Standard Time as I'm recording this on New Year's Day. So, a lot of you won't even hear this until after January 1st, and that's fine. Um, I I am sorry for that, by the way. I'm just having a lot of shit happening. But, um, take this time. Take the first few days of January, first few weeks. Fuck, take the first month of 2022 to really sit down and figure out what intentions you want to put out into the world. What intentions you plan to set in the universe that is going to make a difference in your life for you personally. Yes, it's great to think of others and to set intentions that will help others, but this is a time to to really work 
for yourself, with yourself, and to make shit happen for you. Um, this is all about you right now. This is, intentions are personal. I mean, like I said, so, I mean, obviously some are not super personal, but they are part of you and things that you want to personally do. So, there's a lot of personalness about it. Is that the word personalness? Personability? Fuck, I don't know. I'm not good with big words right now. Anyway. So, take the time to really think about it and to really dive in and and know for sure and, and be comfortable with what you're setting and feel like it's something that you truly feel passionate about because if you don't have actual feelings about this... It's not going to make it very far, which is fine. And you can totally change it to something else and, and go a different route. But wouldn't it feel so much better to set intentions on things that you truly want to see in a different way? I mean, it just gives it that much more meaning for you to achieve these when it's for a specific reason. Just take your time. Plan it out. Think about it and be happy about it. You should not make an intent, be making intentions for the new year that are going to make you sad, that are going to hurt you. Um, nothing like that. This is a time to start anew. And there again, brings me to the next part of this. Sorry, my throat got really dry. I'm talking a lot. The beginning of the year, right after Yule, is amazing time. Thinking, <laughs> keep spinning to not only set your new intentions but to start taking actions and set more of like a um, a new scenery per se this is a great time to start cleaning up and to make changes and to refresh your altar I just did my altar yesterday Travis and I uh, took everything off we got because I did have like a cloth over it. It's I'll have to take pictures again. If you guys remember the video I posted in the Facebook group, my altar is a plywood piece in the corner of my room. Um, it it's northwest. Yeah, the northwest corner. It, actually, it's facing true north, just by a hair, but off to the west. But anyway, um, it was plywood that was attached to the wall and I had a gold cloth over it with my altar cloth in the center and I hated the gold because it was a sequiny gold it was literally just old cloth that we had um, nothing was wrong with it I just didn't like the way it looked so I ordered some black wood grain contact paper so it literally looks like it's black wood now we put, took everything off put on there we cleaned all the shelves in my room which took like four fucking hours because I had to move all the pieces of everything I have and to dust it and then to clean everything. And there's so many pieces of glass and that scared the fuck out of me when that bumped. So it was a really good time to, I don't want to necessarily say like spring clean, but New Year's clean. Try some New Year's cleaning. Sorry, I know that kind of cut it off abruptly, but my um, wheel of the year that I have on my wall that I've literally had here for a long time, I always turn it to whatever time of year it is. So like right now, I've got it um, on Yule because we're still in December right after the Yule solstice. And it keeps fucking moving to Maven. And I'm not really sure why. 
literally, it, I just watched it turn by itself. Side note, that was Travis's mom's favorite time of year as well, so that's my explanation, is it was her. Anyway, so to wrap this up, um, I just want to remind you guys, this is a great time to um, set intentions and, or resolutions, whatever you want to call them, do a little bit of New Year's cleaning. Um, you know you're going to hear that whole, you know, everybody's going to be like, oh, New Year, new me, when you get back to work on Monday, but they're probably the same assholes they were last year, just with a new something, I don't know, be real about it, set in intentions that you feel strongly about, that you feel personally invested in, and that you really believe in for yourself, take time to spruce up your altar, your home in general, Change out your crystals. This is a great time to charge your crystals. Cleanse them. Cleanse yourself. Ground yourself. Do some meditation. Do some deep thinking. If you are struggling with what intentions to set for the new year, number one, you don't have to set a fucking thing if you don't want to. Again, there's no wrong way to be a witch, so you do you. If you don't want to, don't do it. It was going to make you. But if you do, and you're having trouble trying to figure out what exactly... Um, you should set, meditate on it. And we've talked about, you know, different ways to meditate and how it doesn't have to be like complete blankness or whatever. Um, if you're not sure, go back a couple episodes where we talked about that. Meditation, there's alternate meditation. So, um, yeah, just take your time. Figure out exactly what you want to put out into the universe. Make some changes as far as like your environment around you that reflect the changes that you want to see and happen. Um, Gandhi had a great saying, be the change you wish to see in the world. And I have really lived by that since I was told that from my professor. Um, just to recap real quick, I didn't go to college directly after high school. I took two years off, had a kid, got married, all of that. Got married, then had a kid, but either way. And then I went to school for a few years, found out I was pregnant, and then I switched to online, hard times fell, economy crashed, couldn't do it, 2010 or 11, I went back to school, I'm literally eight, eight credits away from my bachelor's, I just have not finished, it is what it is, but this last round, my um, ethics professor always had a quote at the end of all of his emails that said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And I was like, well, that's dumb. I mean, it just didn't sink in at the time. Like, I don't know why. I just was, it bothered me. That quote fucking bothered me so much just because it didn't, I was like, well, I can't change that, you know, I have no money or people are assholes or change, blah, blah, blah. And then it finally sunk with me. He said, be the change you wish to see in the world. You have to put in the universe what you want out of the universe. If you want people to be nicer, you need to be nicer. If you want people to respect you, you need to respect others. It is a give and take. You have to make the changes. You have to take the first steps to make these changes. I took that quote quite literal when I was in Dollar General one day in 2011 and I was pissed just 
I was having trouble with the things ringing up and the lady working there was just being a total twat and I was like man if I worked there I would do blah 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 so I got home and I was already pissed off and I'm reading the email from that professor and there at the bottom it said be the change you wish to see in the world and I thought huh so I went to their website and I filled out an application to get a part-time job while I was going to school and that part-time job was supposed to be 10 to 15 hours a week then it turned into like 25 and then 30 then I became full-time and then I became a key holder and then I became assistant store manager. And then I left and went to Phoenix for a while. Did some other things. And when we moved back from Phoenix, I was down there shopping. And the store was just a total fucking shit show. There was probably maybe, I don't know, a thousand items that they didn't even have in stock. And they are probably in the back room because it was so full of shit. I mean, the whole store was just a fucking joke, right? And I just thought, wow. And that saying stuck with me. Be the change you wish to see in the world. I thought I did it once. Might as well do it again. I went home. And I applied. And then I went back down there and talked to the manager and said, hey. You know. I'd like to come back. If you need a, a worker that knows everything about the store and everything. And. Little did I know that I'd be running the fucking place soon. I set the intention to because I had intentions to fix that fucking store. But when I first decided years ago to go in and make that change, who knew that I'd be running it and being the biggest change down there. So keep that in mind while you set your intentions. Be the change you wish to see in the world. It is fucking huge when it sinks in and you uh you make shit happen so i hope everyone had a very merry yule i'm very sorry i did not get an episode in on it i was going to remaster um my yule episode from like 2019 i think it was um that was my original plan but shit went down maybe it was 2020 i don't remember when i started this anyway um yeah, that was my original plan, but, you know, life kind of gets in the way, so that didn't happen. But it was 2020, I remember now. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> that was my original plan, but things just did not turn out the way I wanted them to, so, um, yeah. But we are, um, we're going to be back on track this week. We're going to have that special bonus with, um, Travis answering some questions for us for the JWST and I know you guys are probably like, can this is science related and this is a witch podcast. But I'm telling y'all, it's going to make a fucking big difference in everything. Like so much stuff we know about astrology and the stars and the universe and galaxies and literally everything. <clears throat> it's going to show us where we came from. We're literally going to be able to see back in time with this fucking telescope. So huge um it's probably one of the biggest things of the fucking century i mean honestly so it's gonna be awesome so as always um you guys if you have any questions or any help or any show suggestions or anything to someone you want to bounce ideas off of or talk to anything at all please reach out the basic witch 2020 at gmail.com 
Um, I do have an idea real quick for a show I'd like to start doing. Um, what if like once a month we did a um, episode where you guys send in your um, stories to me and then I can read them to out and it'd be like an episode um, kind of like, you know, tell me about your path or how you got into it. I think that'd just be really awesome if we all can learn a little bit more about each other and you can stay anonymous or you can, um, have your name read. It's completely up to you, but I want to know what got you guys into witchcraft. What got you, what brought you here to where we are today? So send me your, your stories of how you got into your craft and put them in the, um, send them to my Gmail, thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. And subject line, put a uh, listener story, and then I will know that's what it is. And we will make some kick-ass episodes of sharing everyone's stories. So, I hope you guys have an amazing fucking year. I hope everything is awesome. I hope you set some fucking fantastic intentions. And I hope it's a great fucking ride. We've got a lot of uh, great things coming to us in 2022. I really believe... This is going to be our year. It's going to be the year of the witches. And I can't fucking wait. Thank you guys so much for being patient with me and understanding. My life has not been the greatest for the last couple years of everything that I've been through. Um, But we're getting through it all together. And you guys keep me fucking going. So thank you so much. I love you all. Peace out. Bless be. Bye. back to another episode of the basic witch as always i'm cassie and there's the noises starting already today we have a special guest my husband travis hello babe hello and as i promised you guys we're going to talk about the james webb space telescope and travis is going to explain all to us and then we're going to talk about the effects it's going to have and the, the opportunities it's going to open up for us so um before we dive into all that i just want to say um i'm sorry for not being on last week if you guys remember the last episode i was talking about how i was sick And it was just the sinus shit that I had been fighting since, like, last year. And how I didn't have COVID. Well, I was wrong. I have COVID. Had COVID. Um, (laughs) Next morning, I literally woke up feeling like absolute shit. Went to work anyway because I thought it was just my sinus shit. And couldn't make it through the day. Left early. Took a test the next day. Came back with a faint line. And I told Travis, remember, faint line when on pregnancy test is pregnant. So we went and took another one and it was dark. So... I had COVID. I am positive, though, that mine was not as bad because I did have the vaccine, so it did help um, make it not as hard on me. But I just find it very fucked up that I lived with Travis for three weeks while he had it. Never got it from him, but I get it from a customer at work, so crazy how the world works. The kids ended up with COVID, too, so it was a whole situation, but yeah, um, we're back today, and we're doing the episode that I promised. Um, I'm really excited about this. So, okay, you guys know that the moon and the sun hold a lot of special meaning for us. And we get a lot of energy and powers from the sun and moon. Imagine what else we can get from whatever else might be out there. I mean, this stuff might blow our fucking minds because some of this stuff is things we can't even imagine. I mean, I know for myself, the solar system blows my mind. I mean, and Travis has always been talking about space like forever. I mean, we've been together for 22 years and it's literally space talk all the time it'll I'll literally be watching a video or something and I'll be like hey look 
the JWST is doing this or we're at this stage and I'm just like oh my god so this man has been obsessed with this for years but there's so much more out there that we have no clue about and we're going to get some major answers and I think it's pretty phenomenal so I told you guys about our Christmas morning and how we watched the launch like we literally paused opening presents to watch this launch it was awesome so um yeah, so we're going to answer all that. Let's go ahead and get the little intro out of the way, and we will uh, start picking Travis Brighton about the JWST. Okay, so I was very confused about this when Travis first talked about it, because I was just like, what the fuck's a JWST? Like, I had no <coughs> clue what he was talking about. So, because I didn't, I'm... And you guys may already know all about this. So, if you do, I'm sorry. We're just going to kind of talk about it anyway. Okay, so explain to us what exactly this is. Alright, the JWST is the James Webb Space Telescope. It's the predecessor to the Hubble. And the Hubble was what went out like in the... Yeah, the Hubble went out late 80s, early 90s, something like that. It's got an 8-foot diameter mirror. Uh, Very powerful and discovered a lot of things like Hubble deep field images uh, able to look back 13.7 years wow. and the JWST the Hubble can only see in regular vision where the JWST would be able to see in pretty much everything even the infrared and thermal which would be able to look through molecular clouds and everything see that just blows my mind right there like the whole concept of all of this is like mind blowing yeah it's pretty cool so when we talk that's Sky playing with her ball. She's pissed because she can't be in here and part of the podcast. So, um, when you talk about seeing back, we're talking like not like time travel, but seeing back in time in a way. Yeah, for the most part. Now, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. I'm not a scientist, but I've been studying about astronomy for over 20 years easily and obsessed with it. We make jokes uh, about his space notes. Yeah, I used to take notes. <laughs> I got books full of stuff I read now. But, anyways, uh, Looking back in time, it is called kind of like a time machine because for Hubble Deep Field, for example, they're looking back to the very earliest galaxies and the youngest galaxies when the universe began. So it's looking back 13.8 billion years ago. Right? So like to the Big Bang, kind to of. To the Big Bang, yeah, to the beginning, where James Webb will be able to go further, they think. See, and that just blows my mind, and that's awesome, because there's so many things that we don't know about that's out there, and I mean, everybody keeps talking about, like, the edge of the universe, you know, I I hear people talk about that all the time, but we don't know what the edge is, because we don't know what's out there, so this is going to help us to see more of what's out, like, maybe even find the edge. Now, where the Hubble has an 8-foot mirror, the James, the JWST is going to have, has a 21-foot mirror. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it looks like a honeycomb, like the way it, they're yeah, set up. Golden, golden honeycomb. It's yeah. so cool looking it's because it literally reminds me of uh, what are those the the cereal the golden yeah, golden crisps honeycombs yeah, yeah. Duh, honeycombs I can't believe the thought. So every time I see it, I get hungry mm-hmm. because I think of that cereal, and then I feel like a dumbass. But that's literally what it reminds me of. But but it's. It just blows my mind because I just keep thinking. So we have so much that we put into in our in our craft that we put into with the moon and the sun and Stars. the different planets have such an impact on us with Mercury and retrograde and things like that. This is going to be a whole new playing field, like a whole new. Yeah, we're opening doors to everything, and 
whether you believe in God or you don't believe in God, this could ultimately... This, the scientists said this is going to change the way we look at science. And I'm not trying to sound... I'm not trying to sound make this sound bad, but it says it could throw some problems toward religion, kind of proving different things here and there. But, uh, you know, you talk about your witchcraft... You know, with the moon, the sun, the stars, and energy. The universe is full of energy, weird energy. You know, like uh, M theory, string theory, for example. They think everything on a very microscopic level, like atoms, they think that it's just strings of atoms vibrating with energy, space, and time. It's kind of like when you put sand on top of a uh, metal sheet and they do the the different frequencies underneath sprinkle salt on top makes different patterns that's kind of like what the string theory does and that is My, so yeah. cool if you guys have never seen that there's videos on youtube it's mind-blowing just to watch they literally just put sand or salt on a pan or a metal plate or a table or whatever and they have speakers underneath that are what put off different frequencies. yeah and it's just that it creates these patterns just seamless patterns that are just fucking beautiful and it's mind-blowing that it's like Nothing is attracting that mm-hmm. to those areas. Like, there's no magic. There's no, like, tricks. It's literally happening because of the, the frequency. Yeah. And I think that's so fucking cool. See, I hear you talk about witchcraft, about energy and everything. And I kind of get curious about that a little bit. Because, you, what, I mean, it's right. Witchcraft, you guys can probably use energy and be able to harness energy. Because there's so much energy from the universe that goes through us every day when you step outside. They're, you're being bombarded by billions of neutrinos that pass through your body. And once they pass through your body, they completely go through the earth and everything. But you're bombarded and it's creating energy. Everything creates energy. You know, and it, it's amazing. And it's all around us. And it's, it's just, to me, it's amazing to think about how, like, the moon has an effect on us. And, like, the full moon, for instance. So many women are sunk with the moon. So, like, I mean, I know there's a lot of... I used to be a new moon, or now I'm a full moon, or I start right with full moon. And it's just crazy that little things like this have such an impact. I mean, mm-hmm. it's huge things, but... The, yeah, you're right. The moon has a physical impact on you. Like, the moon, it creates the high tides in the ocean, you know, with that gravitational pull it does. And it pulls on us as well. You know, we're not sensitive enough to notice that shift in gravitational field but it's there and And it's an energy if our moon just for our planet because the moon is just for us for earth obviously if just our moon has that much impact on our earth our planet think of all the different galaxies that we have no idea what's out there what their moons might have on those other planets that are out there i mean there could be a whole other Earth out there. I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. going to be called Earth, obviously, but... And that's another thing JWST is looking for, is other planets like that. I mean, obviously this is not a, you know, a, a show where we talk about, like, extraterrestrial shit, but obviously we're not alone. I mean, there's no possible way that we're Absolutely alone. Absolutely not, yeah. Just it's impossible. The universe would be a ginormous waste of space for just us. Yeah. I mean, if... I don't know how many people are familiar with the Drake Equation, not the singer but it's called the Drake Equation, and if you look that up on YouTube, it'll explain to you how, what the odds are of life being out there. You know, like, just in our galaxy alone, there are billions of stars, I mean billions, 
and around, the, and they finally noticed that there was more planets than there are stars. So there could be a lot more habitable planets like ours in the universe, just in our galaxy alone, let alone the entire universe with billions more galaxies full of billions of more stars. Right, and we have no idea what other galaxies we're going to come across while we're out there, because there could be more that we're going to see, right? Yeah, I mean, if you look beyond 13.8 billion years and go past what the Hubble's looking at, you might be able to see a lot more. See, so... He's going to do that for us. In my mind, say that... When we talk about the Big Bang and and everything with energy, my mind pictures, like, kind of like a dartboard, I guess, but like a 3D dartboard, I guess you would have to say. But anyway, like, we are, like, you obviously like you have the, um, well, yeah, I mean, I guess that was smart, but I'm talking about, like, the rings and the zones around okay. it. So in the middle, you would have, like, where the Big Bang originally started. Like, the bullseye mm-hmm. would be, like, where the Big Bang originated, yeah. like, center. As you move out, you have those rings where it's like a triple if you get it within that ring, or a double if you get it within the other, and so on and so forth. But, see, my mind, I picture, when I picture the universe, which blows my mind even try to do, mm-hmm. I picture as if we're in, like, one of these rings here. And I'll, I'll post a picture of the, the diagram I'm pointing to, to yeah. Travis, so you guys can understand what I'm trying to say. But So, say this is, like, the, the center, the hub, if mm-hmm. you will, of the Big Bang. And we are, like, right here. We're not that far out. I mean, maybe we're way the fuck mm-hmm. out here. I don't know. Yeah, Just we're sort of middle explosion. So, say we're, like, right here. But on the other side, what if it's a fucking mirror replica, like a mirror fucking image of us? Exactly. Like, it's the exact same setup, only mirrorified is over there because we just split out. And, like, everywhere around us is just one giant fucking, yeah. like, the, mirror type thing. There could be multiple universes out there. You know, there could be parallel universes out there. People, oh, I believe that's, and that's the thing, thing, you know. All right, like, the universe started out as a singularity. And when that singularity, as a solid, dense, unimaginably dense point, exploded, it created whatever we see, well, everything we see now, but expanding at a rapid speed. And a lot of people are like, well, how can something come from nothing? Well, it didn't. It started from a singularity. And they, re- they also discovered that the Higgs boson is what creates matter. So you can actually, yeah, you can pretty much create something from nothing in a way. They do that to large Hadron Collider in CERN. Right, and that's in Switzerland? Yeah. yeah. But on the topic of you talking about parallel universes and other universes, that's another thing that scientists are boggled by because they don't know how consciousness works. You know, like, how are we able to be here, see what we see, smell what we smell, experience what we experience, and have feelings? You know, that's pretty incredible once you think about it. It really is. I mean, why are we, like, the chosen yeah. atoms that get to do this and experience it and feel it? And they also think that the universe could be alive, in a sense, because panned out, the universe basically looks exactly like the neurons firing in the human brain. And it, it's remarkable how it's un, it's crazy how much it resembles one another. Oh yeah, and the tree of life, it literally like what was that? It was something in the brain that it reminded like it looked like that too, or something like our nerves and everything, mm-hmm. and our body and everything. It's just so crazy how so much of our <coughs> insides, like our actual physical bodies, the inside parts look like things from nature, like tree rings, the tree of life, um, the universe. You know, our brains look like the universe in the. Uh, it's just fucking insane. Like, I can't think of all the words because it just blows my mind with all of that. But it just, 
I get sidetracked though when I start thinking about it because I can't help but think of all the energies out there and when we talk about the universe and parallel universes so you guys know our house is haunted we talk about that all the time you guys have literally heard all the sounds and the noises and things happening in here so this was on a YouTube video I watched several years back but they were talking about parallel universes and the energies that we are that are we're sharing space with not knowing that they're we're here because it's like two different realms like they think that we are ghosts in their world because they hear us they see us we move things and they're like well I don't remember just setting that there but it's there now because we moved it in our world and somehow it crossed over with their world and got moved in their world but we're both coexisting I hope mm-hmm. this makes sense because I know how confusing it yeah, sounds yeah. but we are the ghost to them Whereas they are the well, ghosts to us, and we're we're in each other's spaces, even though it's different. And sometimes it kind of crosses over where they yeah. can hear them, we can hear them, and that's a whole nother thing that blows my mind when we talk about energies and connecting with um, the dead, and and it just makes me wonder: is it someone on the other side? And are we when we hear things and we're answering back? Are we the ones that are responding? to them and talking to yeah. them I mean it just that shit blows like, my mind right there our life that we are experiencing right now as we're talking could be a simulation I mean they actually thought that before because again they don't know what the hell consciousness is right you know uh, their world could be a different simulation you know and maybe our worlds could well not really collide but uh like co- a coexist yeah maybe be able to on different realms. Yeah, on different realms with different types of energy. Right. again, everything comes down to energy. You have to harness energy to be able to work with different energy. Right, and we, we talk about working with energy a lot and how we're able to... One of the things that we talked about here lately was the energy that we get. And, of course, there's a lot of negative energy in the world. And we create our negative energy by taking the energy that we have and just our negativity towards it. Plus not considering the negative energy from outside forces but Mm -hmm. the negative energy and you have to deflect that sometimes you have to deflect that energy onto something else so in our world in the witchcraft world there are things that we do where we deflect the negative energy from us and we put it into another object so that we are not carrying it with us Mm -hmm. anymore and these kind of things like if someone were to find that in the other realm Basically, I mean, because if we are coexisting and things fall through, you know, the weave, I guess. I, I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. I know it sounds very confusing, but Travis understands because we've been together for so long that he gets what I'm talking about. But if something were to fall through that weave and then they open it on their end, it's more of like a, like we're transferring the energy through realms. Yeah, kind of like and it's, somehow it's crazy. tapping into the other parallel universe. Yeah. You know? It's crazy how energy works. Like, uh, there's, and, you know, people can look us up to get a better understanding on YouTube, but there are atoms that can actually communicate with each other. Uh, some atoms act different when being observed. And then when they're not being observed, they're actually different, you know? So when but, you say act different when being observed, just so, because I know you've explained this to me before, but I kind of, my brain's just not working. Something like when I'm staring at Sky and she's doing bad shit and she'll stop yeah, because we're looking at her and then she'll stop and do something like, like yeah, so the atoms that. know they're being observed so yeah. they, they react to that being observed yeah. and then go back to whatever else. But when they're they not. also realize that 
uh, certain energy can mimic one another, whether they're an inch apart, a foot apart, a mile apart, or light years apart. They can instantly mimic one another instantaneously. Like they're like the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second, where that would take, for example, it takes eight minutes for the sunlight to reach Earth. So if these things are light years apart, they can instantly mimic each other without that speed of light barrier there. That's crazy. So that's breaking the laws of physics. That should have blows my mind right exactly. there. Exactly. I mean, it, all of this, when we talk about, like, space and how far out there it is, because it's really hard for our brains to imagine that. I mean, our brains are thinking, you know, things here are, are so small. I mean, I think about that video. I think it's, I don't know, I saw it last time on TikTok, but I know I originally saw it on YouTube. But it starts off with a girl in the field, and the balloon just goes up higher and higher and higher until it's up, and then it comes back down. But it just gives you the perspective of how, you know, how small we really are. It's clear out to the edge of the universe. But if you think about that, and then you look at, like, the crystals we have, and, you know, I think you guys have all seen my little Mm -hmm. bottle of crystal chips. If you think about how tiny that little bitty crystal chip is, and how powerful that still is to us, you mean that small. And you think that that thing is like a fucking speck of dust. from up above, I mean, imagine how little we really are when you talk about we're sending this um, this telescope. How far out now? I mean, how far uh, is it right now? It's going a million miles. It would be actually be going past the moon and doing an orbit called L2. And it's 90% there. I think it's about 80, roughly 85,000 miles to go. But it's traveled all that distance, you know, and it's almost there. See, and this just blows my mind because I'm... I'm almost kind of scared to see what we're going to find out. Like, when, what we're going to yeah. find when we get out there. Because what if it's... Obviously, nothing can prepare us for what we're going to see. I mean, but... What if there are worlds out there that are like the fucking men in black shit? And yep. I know that's fucked up. But also, I don't think it is. I mean, again, we're not an extraterrestrial type of podcast here. But I believe... I know I've told this before. I believe that there are... Alien. I don't want to call them aliens, but there are there are beings other other, out there. Yeah. Yes, and I believe that and some of it is already here. Yeah. And I believe that the government. Ooh, I spell fell over. I well, I know that the government knows a hell of a lot more than they're telling us. Yeah, but, there's a lot of signals they receive that they still cover up. Oh yeah, but I believe that they know. I mean, I know you guys are gonna think I sound fucking crazy, but I know what I'm saying. But it is kind of like a Men in Black thing. I believe that they know there are like forms here yeah. other other lives here that they're definitely covering up mm-hmm. but it also makes you wonder if that's not why like everything is so controlled and I don't know I can just go on and on about how that whole theory just yeah, blows my fucking mind pretty amazing and but, it's just kind of scary though too you know like yeah. things that they don't fucking tell us I mean it's they've been beaming out signals by radio you know and by television signals out for what 80 years now 70 years yeah. now and those are still traveling out there who knows who has, who has received them by now and they've been also intentionally sending out signals to see what kind of feedbacks they got and they have gotten a lot of feedbacks can't really decode some and some are very short some are lengthy but they are in a pattern you know sometimes it turns out to be a supernova you know right. or a pulsar could be a signal the the radiation from a pulsar or quasar or something but 
sometimes it's a uniform pattern, so you never know it's intelligent or not. Now, this is not off subject, but it's changing a little bit. <laughs> I can't help but think of what, like, what type of crystals and stuff we could find from other planets. I know that sounds dumb, but like, okay, so you guys know that Moldavite is obviously, it's a meteorite from uh, the Czech Republic fucking years ago, and obviously it's getting less and less. It's become more and more rare because so many people have gotten parts of it. Like, the little piece I own was, what, like 50 bucks for a tiny chip, but what else is out there that we're going to find that's going to be very powerful for us? Because you guys all know how powerful Moldavite is. I mean, it is like a fucking tornado of emotions we've talked about. I want to know what others that we're going to find. I'm, that's what I'm excited to find. It's crazy how you talk about how much energy a crystal or a mineral or whatever gives off. Moldavite does give off a lot, right? Very much. And just think, like, a regular thing like amethyst, for example, is un- under such extreme pressures and everything when it's being formed. That's a lot of energy. But the Moldavite... It was under some even more excruciating energy because it's a meteor, you know, coming to the atmosphere at 80,000 miles an hour, plowing to the earth, you know, and that's crazy. There's a lot of energy there. Yeah, and people think that diamonds are, like, the the most rarest, and but diamonds are becoming, like, just... Here's one thing. I know we're kind of off topic, but we're still not off topic because, obviously, it's a witch podcast, and you guys know how I ramble. But the diamond industry created the rarity and importance and value of diamonds by making it sound like it was such a a rare gem and that it was just so unique when it's not. I mean, there's so many fucking diamonds out there. The crystals that we use and collect and that we um, use in our craft, and especially like Moldavite, that's the rarity shit. I mean, yes, some of the crystals are obviously, like quartz is kind of fucking everywhere, but like meteorite, why are um, Moldavite, why are like engagement rings not made out of fucking moldavite and that's like the that's big crazy. thing like that oh my god because that's the rare shit like it's mm-hmm. running out like that would be what i want but that just brings me to back to space because the the moldavite came from this meteor I wonder what other cool shit was out there that we're going to come across and all types of stuff unfortunately it won't be in our lifetime probably before we're able to even harvest any of these gems from yeah. other planets that they find but once we do this again, and you know, once we go through life again, just think in like 50, 60 years when we're back here again, only in that, the future, a, yeah, we're gonna have newer. That's another thing I believe in, too. You know, like I said, everybody probably knows I'm not religious, you know, yeah, they know we're atheists, okay. uh, but I do believe in our lives repeating themselves, you know, energy. I really don't think we should be buried in caskets, to be honest with you. No, I like the... <laughs> See, I think... I don't want to be cremated either, though, because... No, yeah, you know, no, absolutely not. No, but, I don't know. I want to keep my eyes. Yeah. Keep my eyes. But, like, when you get buried in the ground, and if you think about this, you get buried in the ground, if you're not in a casket, your body decays, you know, decomposes into the ground, and that helps grow plants, animals come along eat these plants our energy and nutrients is in those plants it goes to their body it goes not to be crude but their semen to create another animal and that protein and energy is just keeps cycling right after a while you would think that a lot of those atoms and even on a smaller scale quarks would be in there to do this all over again and that's 
where we come up with like the deja vu and stuff because and that's a whole other thing with deja vu because I know that we, you and I have been down that road with things but they have these pods now that you can be buried in and it's basically like a giant bulb like you would put and like you're planting on the ground like a tulip bulb but you are encased in this pod and then there's like um seeds and stuff obviously and a tree grows from you that would be the coolest fucking shit yeah, ever. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it's green, and so it helps the, yep. the universe and the world and the planet and all those things, but our energy could be... Trans... Yeah, and it could just continue on yeah. down the line, and so, you know, millions of years from now, parts of our energy are still going to be going because we're still using yeah. it. But back to the whole um, deja vu thing. So I've talked about how um, Travis and I have been through this life together before and um i've given you guys a little i mean i haven't went in deep with it but travel and i believe fully that we were together in california and that we went through a horrific Mm -hmm. accident and died on the beach on the beach Um, that's where his petrifiedness of the ocean yeah Yeah, he's petrified the ocean (laughs) i have a total fear of being enclosed and being like i mean mine's just like a combination of things so i feel like i might have been stuck and drowned, or he drowned out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe got eaten by an animal or something in the ocean. I'm not 100% sure, but I know that we have done this before. Yeah. I know that we and were together there. When you say that, that also reminds me of how I think we've done this live in California also is because I'm a big Motley Crue fan, right? Really has nothing to do with it. But I was reading the Motley Crue book, and they were showing pictures out in L.A., in California, back in the day, right? And... Like the street and the curve on the street and the way the cracks were in the street looked so familiar. Yeah, I remember so, you showing that yeah, to me. So I went back and started looking up older pictures from around that area and like from the 50s. And I was looking at these around that area still and the storefronts and everything just looked so familiar. It was like deja vu all Yeah, like we'd been there like before. Like we had been there. So we'd I never think, been to California. Yeah, you know? I mean, we, when we were in Phoenix, we always, because we lived there for a year, I've told you guys. We always said we were going to go to California. We were literally two hours from L.A. and we just never went. Yeah. Which I still kicked myself in the ass for that, but... Maybe it's a good sign we didn't. Yeah, no shit. We might have had, like, <laughs> some major, like, brain fuck thing happen. Some, but no, I I believe that the deja vu that we get all the time is from our past lives or past... And it, it could be from any little thing. It could be from any one of our past lives where we just have this memory of... We see something that triggers that memory from that lifetime. And it's weird because we, Trav and I will be sitting there and we'll see something on TV or online or something and we'll both have this deja vu about the same mm-hmm. fucking thing crazy. that we've never talked about. So it's very fucked up. But you guys know how I, I believe about soulmates and, and things like that. And you guys know how I feel that Trav and I have been connected forever and that we were meant to be through this. I, I feel like the universe brought us together hardcore and and that's just it's fucking crazy it's pretty neat. but uh we're uh let's, this is a good time for a little ad break we'll go ahead and take the ad break and then we'll be back in a minute and we're back he did such a great <laughs> job didn't he i'm so happy that's funny. no um that, that's my signature so no, this whole the James Webb Space Telescope, it's been going for like like building for quite some time. Like, yeah, many, many years. 
because you were getting, I told them how about 20 years. angry you were the multiple times that they changed the lawn today. Yeah, it was ridiculous, <laughs> but it was on Christmas, and it was a great Christmas. It really was. I mean, it was special because the kids were all here, and everybody just paused because we were waiting, and we figured it was going to be like a... Many delays that day. Yeah, all day thing, and then all of a sudden, Travis goes, oh my fucking God. Yeah. And it was just going, everybody just paused and just watched the screen and all, like nothing I was, like, was said. shaking when it went off. It was crazy. <laughs> but they've been building it for like, what, 20, yeah. 25 years? Yeah. So, explain to us all the things that went into this. Like, you were telling me about the different, not like, I don't need to go into full, like, but the many pieces and everything that had to go perfect for this. Yeah, like, it got up there, and the rocket launch was one of the things that was nerve-wracking, because y'all know rockets, you know, they blow up and everything, but, uh, it got up there, and once it got up there, it started to deploy, which it's got like 300 and some actuators that have to go perfectly right without anything malfunctioning. What is uh, actuator? Like pneumatic things, uh, gotcha, you know, okay. mechanical things that's got to open up, unfold, unravel, you know, deploy, all that stuff. And there was like 300 different things that had to perfectly go flawlessly for the mission to go Good. That's scary alone. Yeah, yeah, so it was very nerve-wracking. Everybody was holding their breath. But it's almost there. Yeah. So this thing was built in America mm-hmm. and then traveled to Europe mm-hmm. to launch. So that right there is like crazy because mm-hmm. there's so many things that could happen on a boat or a plane. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, did it, ha- did it go on a boat, boat or a plane? Yeah. No. There was a lot of parts where it was military escorted. It's oh, secret. I do remember yeah, seeing that, yeah. Secret, so nobody would sabotage it or anything. Right. Uh, now, there are multiple countries working on this, or no? Yeah, there, there was many. Europe, you know, they were involved, and France and everyone, so. So I know we've got a lot of listeners from, from those different areas. And but it's going to see some incredible stuff out there. I'm incredible. super excited. I, I mean, I just, it's scary, like, the whole concept of space and the universe just blows my mind because for many years I literally thought it was just our solar system. I mean, because that's what we're taught in school. We, we yeah. weren't taught that there were other galaxies and other things yeah. because we're in Indiana, which is still part of the Bible Belt, even though it's like and higher up. But You're right. In school, you learn just the basics. And when I got out of school, I actually started studying this on my own. You know, I started out the library, you know, before they had internet. And... You learn so much more, and I've been studying, like I said, over 20 years studying, and the more you know, the more terrifying it gets. Oh, yeah. Like, it'll scare the hell out of you stopping thing long enough. I remember many times when you've been, like, doing research or stuff, you would stop because you got yourself scared, and it's, to me, it was like, it's terrifying. the fuck are you talking about? But now that I think about it, like, it is very terrifying to think yeah. about space and all that vastness and the black holes mm-hmm. and... And dark matter and things we know nothing about. I mean, it just... If you sit long enough and think about life, it'll scare the shit out of you. Not really just about the universe, but like, again, like I said earlier, you know, if you just stop and stare and think and wonder, out of all the things that had to come together to be alive, first off, is incredible. And if you think about how fortunate you are as an individual to be able to, like I said, hear, see, smell, experience, think, just, I mean, just be able to experience this world and what you're living in is just it's mind-blowing off the charts, to me. incredible. I, mean, I have a hard time visualizing 
this without like visual aids. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like when I was sitting here the other day thinking about it, when I was talking actually on the podcast about the, the DWST going out, I looked at that. Um, what is that even called? A um, tapestry. Yeah. And it's, it, but it is it's a published picture, but it's just like three moons, or well, there's moon phases with stars mm-hmm. around it and everything. But I was thinking like, okay, we are like one tiny little speck way over here. We have no idea that any of these other ones even exist. But it's also terrifying to look. If you guys ever seen those videos, and it's like all over TikTok, and obviously YouTube, and I'm pretty sure I've seen it on Facebook where it starts off and it shows you like the Earth, and then it pops up to like our sun, and it says you know X amount of Earths fit to the sun, and blah blah blah, and then it gets up to these giant fucking planets that literally make our fucking giant stars. Yeah, yeah they like. Make us look like a fucking grain of salt. Like Alpha Centauri and Betelgeuse, uh, Pegasus 51, a lot of them, like you can fit millions of our suns into those. And we can fit how many? One million Earths into our sun. And then you can fit millions of our suns into those. That is mind blowing. Like, my brain cannot even, like, contort that. Like, it just doesn't happen. I can't make it work. But, you know, it's, it's fun talking about this. And it's even cooler being on your podcast talking about this because your witchcraft and the energies of the universe just go together. Oh, yeah, like crazy. And that's what we, you know, I always talk about this, but I think we're a perfect match. I think so many things had happened in the universe for us to come together so many times, but it's like it perfectly happened multiple times. I mean, everything's amazing. Some force made you hit me with that loaf of, or with that roll of paper towel in the store that day. <laughs> Still crazy. But I mean, everything had to be perfect, like the timing and every little thing. Yeah. But I truly believe and I've told you guys, my listeners this a million times, we were brought together for a reason. I don't know what that reason is yet, but we were. Everything is for a reason. So the next time you're driving your car, audience and you stop at a stoplight and you think the light is taking too long that could be for a reason yeah i mean just think of so many things there's so many things that don't happen because of something that happens i mean it's a domino effect yeah and i'm not saying that because of a religious aspect like god is telling you to you know i don't know if any of you are religious or not i don't know and nothing against anyone that is but i'm saying on a universal consciousness level you know, that light could be holding you up a few seconds longer for, to save you, maybe to meet someone in the future. You never know. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy the little things that happen because of, you know, little hold up or something like that. And it just, every, it just blows my mind trying to put it all together. And then of course, in our world, the crafts world, there's so many things that we manifest and that we create and then we get mad because we got stuck in traffic or we got stuck behind, you know, a train or stopped by a train or, you know, it rained that day, but maybe it's to help us meet what we're manifesting. Maybe mm-hmm. these meet elements. The demands of what you got. To yes. Yeah. What we're trying to manifest, these inconveniences are mm-hmm. what's helping to make this happen. I mean, maybe you are late and running five minutes behind so you can be in this exact spot yeah. at this time and to see things and it's just crazy, it's, you know. And that's what also is cool about witchcraft versus religion because, again, I'm not religious. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But witchcraft is about energy and everything else, and it just makes so much more sense, you know, because it's you're actually on the realm of things. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's different than that, where religious is making extraordinary 
claims, but you know, that's not like that. Right. I mean, you guys we, are working with what's actually here. And that's the thing yeah. that's, you know, witches get such a bad name because of TV shows, which, I mean, we all love mm-hmm. the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and um, the craft and things like that. But And a lot of people probably stereotype it, too. Right, so. and that's the thing. Like, a lot of people think, oh, well, she says she's a witch. Well, she thinks she could fly. No, we don't think we yeah. can fucking fly. <laughs> so I'm going to jump off my house with a fucking umbrella yeah. and be like, oh, I'm Mary Poppins. Let me fall down. That's just mm-hmm. not what it is. But we get stereotyped into I mean, that. You guys are more about what nature and energies and all yes, that stuff. Yes, and yeah. all. The, I mean, it's we're he- and healers. Like Remedies, a large part of us are healers yeah. and um, sensitives, and um, we've been working on opening our psyche more. And yeah, and that's another thing is psyche and sensitives. You're working with energy that yep. you have. Like you when know. I feel an object, and I can hold and try to test to the dog tags, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, I held the bayonet the other day. We still didn't do a full reading on it because I was still weak energy. The dog tag blew me away. But it's, it's just, you you close your eyes, you hold that item, and it's amazing because it's like that energy goes through that item into your skin and absorbs into you, and you feel it like you're there. And then you could tell what happened or what was going on or what what meaning it has, and it's crazy. And it, it drains the fuck out of you, too, when you do it. Like, that shit is draining. Like, doing the, the readings and stuff. I always do a yearly reading for us as a family with my tarot cards and um, with everybody being sick and everything going on. I didn't do it on New Year's like I normally do, so I did it um, the last week, actually, after I started feeling better. And that, so I did ours, and then the kids came over the next day, and I did theirs, and it was so fucking draining afterwards. Even though it was just a literal, simple reading, it just went all the fucking See, hell after that. I would like to ask your audience a favor. Yes. And obviously, I don't have to do it, but... If you're a witch, go to YouTube, a legit YouTube channel, and not once, but maybe two or three times, look up stuff along as the lines of quantum entanglement and anything universe-related. And do it three times, because the first time you'll be like, oh, this is boring, kind of sucks, you know, because it can be boring, <clears throat> but it's interesting. But if you do it three times, you're going to get a little more into it. It's going to allow you time to be able to hear more and, and kind of get into it more. And it's going to blow you away how related this is. It's crazy. I mean, our, and I think that's why you and I are able to have such in-depth conversations about things, even though we're on two different levels of our, you know, what mm-hmm. we are into. But because they are so entangled together, I mean, you mm-hmm. can't have one without the other. You the energy and the universe just go together mm-hmm. and it's crazy that you are so into that and I'm so into this yeah. and you felt drawn to that since you were young yeah. I've been drawn to witchcraft since I was young and they collide so it well does. I mean it does you know quantum entanglement uh string theory you know that's another thing to look at uh how the consciousness works that's it, it all goes together man it really does and we always make jokes about you know glitch in the matrix and shit but when we're talking about the simulation and stuff, it, it does make you wonder, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I have so many That's questions when thing. it comes to that The shit. simulation, people need to go watch the Neil deGrasse Tyson video and about him talking about us living in a simulation. That's and what he showed me, right? Yeah, it yeah. kind of makes sense. You're thinking, a uh, simulation's kind of weird, but when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. So I've always told Travis this story. When I was little, I was obsessed with Barbies. I think I've talked about that before. I had like a hundred and some Barbies. Like I had every Barbies in the rock, Barbie in the Rockers, had all of them. I had Jim, all of them. 
But when I was little and I would play with my Barbies, I always imagined that I was the doll and that giants were playing with me and making me play with toys. I know it sounds stupid, but like I was the Barbie, they were playing with me. And make me play with yeah. But that's what I thought when I was little. I'd sit in the family room because I always brought all my Barbies to the family room, dumped them all out. I had two kitten dolls, so he had to have multiple girlfriends. <laughs> they, they shared it, it was fine. They were never there at the same time. But anyway, it was crazy because I always imagined giants were making me play with my toys. It's just weird, I know, but it just makes you wonder. And like Toy Story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know obviously it's like a kid's cartoon, but it's those little things that make you wonder. It's like when we go to sleep, is that when the giants are out and they don't know, the, or like the simulation people. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know it's fucked up, and I know it sounds stupid, but if you start to think about things, you can just make take little parts from them that all start to make sense after a while. Like, bits and pieces from everything, and I think that's part of our whole, like... And just, like, you guys meditate, right? Right. Uh, it's kind of like meditating. If you just stop for a while and meditate, I guess you would call it meditating like a scientist would or an astrophysicist would. So, there's different Kinda, things there. Yeah, I mean, well, the only thing I'm saying is, like, not meditating, but I'm saying, like, just take the time to stop and think of how consciousness works, you know? So, that's think what about, I call ultimate you know? meditation. Because, so, medit- not to, like, interrupt you, no, but, no, no. so meditation is, is when you sit and you, you have to create an environment first, mm-hmm. let's call me, but you clear your mind complete blank no thoughts whatsoever that is very hard for a lot of people to achieve so we do a lot of us do um what i call alternate meditation where you sit you should create the same environment the same sitting pose whatever but you focus on a specific thing not really focus but you you get that thought in your head and then you let your mind just go free and and see where it goes with kind of like thought. you're out of your body walking yeah around, you know? i mean it's kind of like taking um actual projection mixed with meditation and but you just let your bot your mind wander so you get like a specific topic so you like put yourself in the middle of like the field and have yourself watch going up and then floating to all of these different places above and as far out as you possibly can imagine you're going to get stuck because our minds just cannot imagine that that vastness there i mean it's just we just can't but people who are more into it like you could probably imagine it way better than i could what's out there I've never tried it. my brain just does not allow me to go past like and even the whole concept of our galaxy you're probably thinking a word about work mind. too much <laughs> probably you guys know that's always an issue but but it is though i mean i have i have a hard time meditating with complete like complete blankness mm-hmm. i just it i can do it but it's not Easy and all it doesn't that, last very long. All that stuff is very interesting, though. It is though because like you, I some of my best ideas come to me when I'm doing the alternative meditation where I'm just mm-hmm. literally, and like I always tell everybody, you don't have to. Everybody's different. There's no wrong way to be a witch. You've heard me say that a, a million times. So like I don't just sit on the floor and you know with my legs crossed and my hands out going. Oh. <laughs> I will lay in my chase here in my room and just close my eyes and just let myself just go and it's amazing where your brain goes because I've come up with so many ideas and um, that's where I got the whole concept for mood theory which you know your mood creates and manifests your future so if you change your mood like even if you're in the most pissed off mood because of something if you change that it will change everything around you and it changes your perception of everything it's that one little change that you know fuck we're broke Okay, 
we're, you know, we're fucking broke, we're screwed. But if you change that to, you know, we don't have to worry about going to the store. We don't have to worry about going downtown. We don't have to worry about doing this or that. It's that little change. Just take it a 180 from just any little thing and change one part of it. And like turning the key and it changes everything about it. Like everything becomes different. Yeah. yeah. But you can, it's so much more than that because the snowball effect, your attitude and your mood and your actions affect everything around you. Like the butterfly effect. Everything you do has a reaction. So if you change, if you don't say you're in a bad mood because you're broke, well, then you're going to be pissy and people around you are going to encounter you. You're going to be sad. They're going to bum out. And if you're come in contact with the empath, that's going to bring them down. Then that's going to bring other people down. I mean, it's literally just giant fucking snowball effect. But if you turn that into one little turn and you make a positive out of it, not only are you going to be happier, the people around you are going to be happier, and someone else who may, you may encounter who may have been contemplating suicide that day could see you happy and and change, and change it. Like it. I mean, it's it's just crazy, that one little thing, but that's where the, the whole theory of mood, you know, moon magic came up with in my brain. It just, it clicked that day, and that's why I'm always constantly on you to look at the bright side of things, but you're more of a realist about yeah. I mean, you that's have a hard time with doing the realist parts of it, but... It just makes such a fucking difference when you're able to. <coughs> Long COVID cough. <laughs> but yeah, this is fun. I, I think, fun uh, and I, I really think a lot of people were probably didn't know as much about the JVBST because it was it hasn't really been in the news like it should. I mean, a lot of things aren't. I got they just keep bringing up the same stuff that's you know yeah. To a lot of I got like one <laughs> CNN alert about it. That was it. It's like what yeah. the fuck. I mean. But it's almost to its rendezvous point, and it'll be up and going a few months. I'm excited to see what comes about now. It will yeah. be a few months where we get pictures, or we get what, what, what will we get? What's the next step? Well, they're going to look for a lot of different things. They're going to test out on a lot of different things. Uh, obviously, they're going to do another deep field where Hubble did a ultra deep field, and that's looking way just maxing it out what they can do. They're going to do that with that eventually, and it'll probably blow us away. Uh, in fact, a long time ago, and I've tried to look at stuff on YouTube, but I can't find it, but a long time ago I read that when the Hubble was doing the deep field, there was another deep field image out there where they saw a very orange faint line out there. It just one orange... Like a horizon like, almost. Almost like a horizon of something. Hmm. All the way around the universe. And they, they don't know what the hell that is because the Hubble's already maxed out doing the Hubble deep field, but... Plus, there's also, you know, different gases in the way, but JWST will hopefully be able to solve that mystery. Maybe it's like our equator. It could be, You know be, what I mean? Like yeah. the equator of the universe. Or it could be universes rubbing up against this universe. I, who knows? It just blows my mind. Like, the whole concept of all that yeah. blows my or mind. I just, just can't It could just be background microwave when you're radiation. Who knows? And but, not the microwave you cook your, your hot pot. Yeah, 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 one of those. <laughs> The longest time every time you talk about microwaves, I was not, you're talking about like actual microwaves. Yeah. And I was like, oh, just picture in my mind a bunch of microwaves floating around yeah. in space, and that was it's whatever. But I, I think it's really cool. I'm glad that it's finally up there because number one, I don't have to hear you talking about how pissed off you are that they postponed it mm-hmm. one more time. I mean, it's going to solve a lot of mysteries for everybody. You I'm know? excited. Um, it's going to solve a lot of mysteries for the atheists. You know, I mean, it's going to solve a lot of mysteries for astrophysicists, scientists, you know, everybody. 
it could even alter things about your witchcraft. Maybe they oh, find out sure. something new about energy, and you're like, hey, that makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm really excited to see what other, um, like, planets, stars, whatever, and elements that are out there, because to, it's just so, you know, we have all the crystals and different things, and they all have different properties, but what other planets, like, that's what I want to find out. Like, when Mars gets colonized, or whatever they plan to do, well, like, I just want the rover up there, whatever is up there right now, to send me back one. Just one rock. Like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't even have to be a pretty one. Just bring me one rock back. Well, I mean, they've already talked about how, uh, I don't remember what planet it is, but they think the whole thing inside actually could be compounded of diamond. So it's kind of like a geode. The whole planet's a damn geode. Well, pretty much a damn to diamond, yeah. I mean, a geode full of diamonds. That would be cool. You know? I mean, but, that makes them less rare than ever, but whatever. As the far as the universe goes, you know, we are full of energy, you know. Our solar system was made by a, a supernova, a star that exploded. And then all the dust, particles, and the rocks all came to gravity, took its toll, came all together. And they kind of like gone into a tumbler and becoming like spun into well, a no, I mean, it, but kind of. Well, yeah, sort of. But well, it became it all, a spiral. Yeah, yeah, it all, it all clumped together, forming our sun. You know, it created nuclear fusion and created our sun. All the remnants around it clumped together, creating our planets and everything. Right, like But we are made out of particles of that supernova. Right, so we're like made out of the same elements we that really are in space. We really are, yes. Oh, like carbon, iron. Carbon zinc, is everything. literally in everything. It is. Like everything, and right? All of that came from that supernova that day in the universe. See, that stuff just is crazy. I mean, it created everything here. And when the early Earth started getting bombarded by meteorites and ice started melting, creating liquid water, it was like a petri dish. You know, carbon, zinc, iron, everything came together to create life. I know it's a stupid question, and but it's still along with it. I just want... I just keep picturing when we get out there and we get like really far out, we're gonna like find some different color, like discover. Wouldn't that be? I thought about that before. Wouldn't that be amazing? It would because our brains cannot comprehend another color. No, we just cannot. Yes, I've literally tried to sit and think of a color that I have never ever. No, I'm talking like a shade. shade Yeah, I'm talking a whole different primary color. You can't do it. No, you can't. And that would be amazing to find. Yeah, that would be fucking like fantastic. Yes. That would be amazing. What is the planet that rains diamonds? One uh, of them does. There's a couple out there. Are you talking exoplanets or in our solar system? I don't know. It's in our solar about system. I don't even diamonds, remember. But it's yeah. just like little things. Like, to me, my brain can't comprehend that. But yeah. I can picture it. But I believe it's Venus that rains acid. Yeah. But a color, like trying to imagine a color that never seen it's just yeah. I can't my brain just won't not it's crazy do it every time I try I go to some shade of pink it's yeah. fucking weird <laughs> but goes to some shade of pink but like I don't know I just think it'd be so cool if it could like find a different color or what if it was like an entire plan what if you can tell me entire because my brain's doing that rambling thing what if so say that you know because we don't really know where the multivite um asteroid came from or meteorite came from what if it was a chunk of a planet that came off and there's a whole planet of meteorite out there or not really a planet but like a star well, or whatever how a lot of them formed basically in early ages but yeah. right wouldn't that just be cool if like a asteroid had hit that 
like that's why they, that that's how out. they solved the mystery of the moon hitting the earth because we have a lot of the same materials you know another planet kind of as they were orbiting the sun ascended the earth early young earth and that just collided and basically a big chunk of the remnant came off and that created our moon so we have very common similarities with materials properties between the the earth and moon yeah that's why we have to like such a kinship with yeah the moon. We but as like, far you know, as the other planets it's hard to tell what's on there right because like, like the moon yeah. is like the mother the goddess you know oh. and the sun is the like the father you know the the god but um the moon is just for me it's amazing and i've told the i've told the listeners this before the story about how i thought i was special when i was little and the moon followed me everywhere yeah, yeah. but i mean i've always been drawn to it like i always thought that like we had this special connection the moon and i like it followed because you know it still does follow me everywhere i go guys i mean I, i'm still still think so there's special. a little more I, I think there's more to it you know we need to do a little more investigating but everywhere i go the moon follows me i just feel but no, when I was little, I really thought that I was, like, the chosen one or yeah. some shit, but... It's fun being on here, explaining all this to your it's, audience. It's fun to talk. It's, it's not it's just me cool. talking to myself all the time, but... Yeah. Um, no, the moon just has such a powerful pull, and it's like, I can tell different, like, moon phases by how I feel. Like, a full moon, I just feel some type of way that I can't even explain, because it's not, like... You know, everybody, like when I worked at the hospital in registration years ago, you knew it was a full moon because all the fucking weirdos came in. Like, yeah. fucking clockwork. Russell Applegate was in there every full moon. Yeah. Everyone. And it's like crazy because the ER is always full of fucked up shit. And everybody would always say, oh, it's going to be a full moon. You know, it's going to be yeah. fucked up night. And the cops say the same thing. But you can feel it. You can feel that pull and that energy. Mm. And there's just something. Just- mysterious about the moon that she's just beautiful just beautiful just imagine if we were living you know several million years say 65 million years when dinosaurs were roaming here just think we lived then you know the moon was so much closer to the earth because the moon moves away about an inch or two a year right millions of years ago it was so much closer can you imagine the pull of that moon can you imagine how beautiful that would have been too gravitational field effect of that going around that would just be amazing the tides were chaotic oh I'm sure they had to be fucking crazy that whole concept of the the tides and everything with the moon's I mean that's just right there shows you the power of the moon and the energy from it and it's amazing I just I, I don't even really have the words for how much it just what else is amazing is looking at it through a telescope. Oh, yes. we got some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful views. Travis has a very awesome telescope, and we actually need to get them like, back out yeah. again. Like, you can literally see craters inside of craters and seeing the shadows cast it off of different mountains and stuff. It's incredible. We need to find a way to hook it to the computer, because every time I try to put my eye in the piece, because I have to take my glasses off. And, it's um, hard to do. At the yeah. time, I got my contacts back now, but... I'm not fast enough. By the time my eye gets in there and actually finds the piece, mm-hmm. then the moon's out of the picture, and I got he's got to adjust it. Yeah. So he gets to look at the really great pictures because he knows how to adjust it. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, God, I mean, with the earth hey. spin and the moon going around, it's really hard to keep that because you're looking so close, it just it gets out of your right. Head. But if we had it on the computer, we're hooked to the computer, we could literally just record turn it, it with it and record and it. Show your audience, yeah. Because, I mean, it's just breathtaking. We even tried to put my phone through the hole so that we can take a video yeah, and picture, but. We did get some good pictures, yeah. though. I mean, it was really cool. Everything, everything all about this is amazing, really. Yeah. 
it just if you know you think about the different like I said the the planets they impact us you know your your rising sign and your moon sign and all these and all the different planets have different things your your houses which I know you don't understand the first thing about astrology yeah, no, and I, I and I've flat out told everybody I'm not that great with it um Mackenzie Schmidt is going to come on and be a special guest actually I need to set a date with her and she's going to mm-hmm. talk to us about astrology and explain all of it I have the book over there but it's it's a, it's a lot I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. it's a lot uh if you guys don't have your birth charts you can go to Astro Cafe online and you just type in your birthday your time of death or time of death your time of birth who your location and everything and it will um just give you it'll totally pop out your birth chart and it's completely free but it's so cool because if you look at it all those different things will will really um will really tie together and it's just super cool to to go through and to uh, figure out how you fit into everywhere and, and where everything was when you did it. But that's another part of it. Um, this is, we're wrapping up here. The time of birth and everything and all of that, like the everything aligns perfect. Like the planets of, and everything just aligns with the moon and the stars and the sun and everything to make these beautiful constellations in the sky. And everything's happening for that reason like there's a specific reason with it and i really think and hope that the uh jwst is able to answer a lot of those questions for us answer so many things for us i think it's gonna be awesome so we'll have to keep your audience updated yes yes well this has been a a fun episode i gotta say you know not just talking to myself so that's (laughs) that's awesome um as always if you guys have any questions or suggestions or just need someone to talk to um, you can reach out to the basic witch 2020 at gmail.com and don't forget if you guys have anything to post in the group go ahead and, and submit it or if you're not in the Facebook group it's called the basic witch um, it's the one with the green banner the purple banner one is going to be shut down because that was just our backup one um, it's going to be archived and if we ever have to reopen it if something happens to this group it'll be uh, reopened but uh, send me your suggestions for what you guys want to hear we will definitely have Travis back on again because this was fun and I think that he can it's answer a lot fun. of cool questions for us so I'm just, um, I'm, thanks to the audience I hope I didn't bore you too much I think they liked it <laughs> plus he's super cute you guys don't get to see him oh, we need to get so I'm going to start getting the video series set up soon I'm telling you guys though, you're going to be really like disappointed because it's literally just me, me sitting here playing with my rocks while I talk to you guys so it's not going to be that fun, but you guys might like to watch, look at my room, and who knows, you might see an orb or a spirit behind me, because, you or know. Or sky. Or sky, yeah, because <laughs> she'll join in, but <laughs> I think it's funny, though, just to add in real quick before we end, the noises were kept to a minimum today because Travis was in here, but they will tell you they hear fucked up noises every time, well, I all the time. Things popping. Then they yeah. never do that near as much as when we're just sitting and on that's that why other. I looked back earlier. Before break, because I, I know I heard some right. Oh, yeah, me, but it it's like constantly in here. Yeah. There's always something going on in here. Yeah, and normally we have the loud ass truck. Mm-hmm. We don't know who it is, but almost every time I record, a loud ass fucking truck drives up the road and make crazy. a guest appearance. So, <laughs> as always, guys, thank you so much. Love you all. Bless be, and I will talk to you all later. Bye.